Hey there, friend. Chances are, if you're listening to the Inventory Genius podcast, it's because, well, you really want to become an inventory genius. If that's you, then let's stop just listening. Let's stop just collecting information. Let's start doing. I want to invite you to grab your copy of the Inventory Genius book. I wrote this book with you in mind. It delivers bite-sized actionable steps that will help you use your inventory to create more profit and keep more cash in your business. This is a really easy to read book. In fact, I designed it specifically for the busy inventory-based business owner. It only takes about two hours to make your way through and you're gonna leave with practical bite-sized steps so you can start implementing the principles of the Inventory Genius Method immediately. Head on over to sierrastockland.com where you can grab your ebook, your audible version, or the printed copy. Enjoy. Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra, and today I have a very interesting guest. I do not think any of you would have ever thought of hearing from a guest like this on the Inventory Genius Podcast, but I promise you that this is very relevant, and I'm really excited to bring this information. So Cami Lehman is here today. We are going to talk about creating your own podcast, even as an inventory-based business. Hi, Cami. Hi, Sierra. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, I am really excited, not only because of the content, but because you have phenomenal energy. You are so much fun to visit with. This is just going to be such a fantastic show. So we're going to talk podcasts. Tell me why we should listen to you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why are I'm you just... the podcast expert? You oh my are gosh, so I'm knowledgeable. Kidding. Yeah. So, you know, back in 2019, I was in search of a way to attract my ideal clients. I had started my own coaching company and, you know, I realized quickly that hanging the open sign on the door was not enough. And so I was in search of that and I went on to explore webinars and I thought maybe I'll do that. And then I realized quickly that was not the route for me. And so that's when I really looked at podcasting. It was the very beginning of 2020, like as in January. Okay. And I was looking um, at podcasting and there was a program that uh, was a school and it was a 28 day program. And I thought, what the heck? They're teaching people how to use podcasting to really niche down their, their message, just fine tune everything and be able to attract their ideal clients. And I thought, oh, that sounds like such a beautiful, natural way, right? I don't have to yes. be in anyone's face. I don't have to be waving my hands and yelling, see me, see me, I can help you. And that just seems so perfect. So I went on to take that class. My podcast is called She's Invincible and it launched number 42 on the iTunes chart in business and entrepreneurship. Wow. Yes, like in the first three days. So I realized like, oh my gosh, I found my thing. I love this. So I went on after that to start a podcast school because I had been doing some launch coaching uh, with the school I went to and they changed their program. And so I went on and started my own. So I have been teaching entrepreneurs how to launch top podcasts for the last three and a half years. That so, is amazing. And 
It's so much fun. So much fun. So I'd say like maybe that would be one reason why you might want to listen. Um, but I did go on to uh, have a TV show as well. And right now my podcast is up for an award for a Sonic Bloom Award for speedy success. So that might be like another reason. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you kind of know, know what you're talking about. It's Cammie. fun. It's yeah. fun and it, it works. And what I teach works and I've proven it over and over and over again. And so I am literally obsessed. <laughs> and I love I'm, it. I love to help people. So like if I see a way that you could do something better or get a result quicker, uh, I'm I'm all in for that. Well, I first met you because you had me on your podcast. So if you guys yes. haven't listened to that episode, you'll want to listen. I mean, you have a lot of phenomenal episodes. Um, and when you were interviewing me, I thought I have to have this woman on my <laughs> show because I'm constantly looking for ways that my inventory-based business listeners can get their product out to the world. And I think we get very discouraged, right? We start a business. We have this phenomenal idea. We open the doors or we open our e-commerce site. Sometimes we hit it out of the park. Sometimes it's more of a snow, more often than not, it's a slow trickle, right? Sure. Or things change, economy changes, our consumer behavior changes, and we get really bogged down with how do we get information in front of our people. And so one of the things that I have my clients do is really think about the problem that they're solving, not the product that they're selling. And I think a podcast would be a great way for them to speak into the problem that they're solving. So talk to us about that. How could we use a podcast even if we sell products? Yes, I love what you're saying. And I would say, take it a step further, not just the product that you're selling, but the people that you're selling it to. Because that's how podcasting works. It's that ripple effect. And when you're doing that to elevate yourself and your brand and your product, then you also want to look at the people that are buying it and speak to them. So not necessarily, again, you don't want to be waving your hands like, look at me, buy my product. You want to be having valuable conversations that pertain to those people. That's what attracts them. And then that no like, and trust factor, they start to build that trust and they listen over and over again and they see how much value you give in all areas and how that enhances their life and their business. And then they're ready. You Now you're ready, like the magnet, to pluck them out of the crowd. And then they're buying your product. So it is yeah. definitely a ripple effect. And I have launched several podcasts that had product-based businesses. Okay. So yeah, so like we have digital courses. We had one that did a journal. We had one that had an e-commerce business. She was selling clothing. We okay. had, so yeah, so we do have so experience. So talk to me about her. Talk to me about her. Because that would be, I think- the, the most difficult um, client that I would have to convince them to do a podcast would be someone who sells something you think, well, people don't need it, right? Like we don't need more clothing. We don't need more shoes. So how do I so solve a problem? So let's talk about her. What would she have talked yeah. about on her podcast? Oh my gosh. Everything from financial, you know, freedom to mindset, to um, mental health, to fitness, to fashion, to beauty, to trendy styles, all of the things. So there's so many different topics and it is amazing that you can use that alongside of what you're already doing. She also sold digital course digital courses and had like a program to help other people launch e-commerce businesses. So this was okay. fantastic. It was such a great fit for her. And so that was an amazing one. Uh, we have one that has journals that she sells journals through uh, I believe it's through face 
through Amazon okay. and um, her amounts of journals sold when she launched her podcast skyrocketed. So, so what just, would she have talked about? Yeah, all of the same things, things that, that women, right? Things that are interesting to women. So social media, okay. um, yeah, parenting, all of the things, positive mindset, uh, living your best life, like, you know, there are just so many different topics that the women, and we have to go all the way down. Like I said, take that those steps further. What is important to these women? So if a woman is, and I'll give you an example, if a woman is interested in fashion and you want to drive her to your fashion business that's product-based, you she's also interested in a healthy lifestyle, Right. Sure, because if sure. she's interested in fashion, then she wants to be fit and healthy and look good in the the material that she puts on her body. She yeah. might be interested in healthy meal prep. She might be interested in veganism or homesteading or travel. Right. What are those things like outdoor sports, hiking, things like that? So what is it that you have to go all the way down to who that person is, give her an identity and even go as far as give her a name. And then what would, I'll just say Karen, right? Because yep. everybody knows who Karen is, but yep. what does Karen want to hear about? And why would she tune into my podcast and go on to know, like, and trust me enough to buy my products? That so that's, so yeah. So you're not bringing in other competitors that sell the products too. You're bringing in other people that your people want to learn from. Okay. So let's talk about that. You're the expert. Yeah. Tell me if I have a podcast. So let's say someone's listening. They think, okay, this is a great idea. Is it better to have guests on your podcast or to speak yourself on your podcast? What is your opinion? <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know that's so complicated. And we deal with that in our school a lot because okay. see, you know, we're all content creators, right? So we have a lot of content. So we think we're going to start a podcast and we already have this content ready to go. We'll just put it out there. And that's great. And it's not a bad idea, but it's not what launches top podcasts. So I recommend that when you start it, you start it with guests. And if you are that person that has a lot of content and you want to share, then I would weave in my own solo episodes okay. uh, and continue to have guests. And the reason why is because when you have guests, you're leveraging their audience. So you are either sure. alone trying to build your own audience to say, look at me, listen to my podcast, right? Or you have guests that are dropping the episodes into their community saying, I was on Sierra Stockland's podcast, listen to this episode. And what does that do? That introduces Sierra Stockland to all of their community. So you see how that just makes a difference and yes. that helps you build faster. So is it right or wrong or better or worse? I can't say, but what I know is what we teach works and, and that's, you know, what you can do. Okay. So let's talk about best case scenario, worst case scenario. I always want to know what makes a good student, what makes a not so successful student. So give us a couple examples. Can you tell me a success story that you had? And then can you also tell me when you've seen someone try this and it hasn't worked for them? Why is that? Okay. I wish I could. <laughs> I have never seen someone. Well, okay. Let me clarify. No one that has ever launched with me has ever had the story of it didn't work out for them. Okay. 
Okay. So I can tell you stories of other people that I saw that I know that did it and it didn't work out. Um, the stories that it does work out. Okay. First off, you need to be coachable. You need to be so open-minded and have childlike curiosity and know that you pay somebody a lot of money to work with you and that you need to do everything they say, whether you agree with it or not. Most times you're not going to agree with it, but yeah. you need to make an ag agreement with yourself. I had to do that. I hired a coach. I paid her just about $20,000 and I swore like that was a lot of money at the time. And I swore that I would do everything she said, even if it was uncomfortable, if it was a fearful, if, it, if I didn't agree with it. And that's how I got where I am today. Everything yeah. she told me to do, I did. And I didn't agree with most of it. And I was scared to death. So that's the first thing you need to have that agreement and you need to be open-minded. You know, there are people out there that know more about something than you do. And I think that to be a good leader, you also need to be a good follower. And I need, and I think you need to know when, right? When yeah. do I lead and when do I follow? And that needs to be, you know, uh, like a, a wave, right? It, it is kind of like a wave. Like you need to know when to do what. And I think that those two things are the most important. Of course, grit and hard work never hurt anybody. Right. And that's always great to add to the equation. Um, the, the other thing is I think we get so stuck in thinking things that aren't true um, and making excuses. And you know the mm, saying, right? So Excuse good. Excuses yeah. are stories you tell yourself that only you believe, right? Nobody else believes it. You can say it all day long and everyone else is shaking their head, but you believe it and you know, that's where you are and that's okay. But just know that um, you don't have to be at everything. I have one student who didn't only came to one live class, one live class in 30 days. And she watched the replays and asked a few questions and launched a top podcast. Amazing. So, so she did you the know, work. she did the work. She followed, she connected, she engaged, she listened when she could. She was running a multi-million dollar business. She had more than one business then. And she didn't have all the, you know, availability in her schedule, but she committed to do it. She did the work and she launched a top podcast. So I love it. Yeah, that just you got to do that. Now for the people that it didn't work, it was kind of like me starting my coaching business. You know, you just can't hang the open sign on the door. It doesn't yeah. work. And it doesn't matter how great of a coach you are. If you don't have someone on the other end of that Zoom, you it doesn't make a difference, right? You're not making any transformations in anyone's lives. And so it's like a, a hairdresser, right? If she does, if she got an empty chair. It doesn't matter how good she is, right? And, and yep. same thing with, with what we do. And so uh, I've seen people, they say, I'm going to start a podcast and they run to some platform and they hit, they hit record and they just start talking. And then next week you see this big announcement. Oh, great news. I just started a podcast. And then a few weeks later, you start seeing, I'm looking for podcast guests. Who wants to be a guest on my podcast? Like these are all the please don't do that. Yeah. Right? Um, or I'm looking on, you know, to be a guest on other podcasts so I can promote my podcast. Please don't do that. Right. So we want to have authentic relationships. It's a responsibility. You become, it's a transformational journey. And at the end of the transformation, you step into the role of influencer and creator, and you build a community of people who follow you and trust you and count on you to bring them the right information, the correct facts, yeah. the 
you know, top people, you know, this is, this would be irresponsible if we weren't doing it this way. And so we want to really do our due diligence. We want to make sure our guests are legit. You know, we want to research them. Um, when you launch top podcasts with me, you get agents that come to you because your podcast is ranking in the top and the agents have clients that have paid $20,000 to get on 40 podcasts this year. And they're already screened and vetted and trained and they show up and they are professional. And there's just such a more beautiful and honorable way to do it. And I don't want to discourage mm. anyone from not doing it. I mean, you got to do you, but as you're asking me the worst case and the best case scenario to find somebody who knows what they're doing, who can teach you and help you so that you can step out onto that platform and use your voice and use it to help other people have a voice as well. Yeah, that's so good. I think that that could be a bit of a fault of entrepreneurs. And I'm speaking for myself. Um, we are visionaries. We typically come up with lots of great ideas, right? So like you said, oh, I should have a podcast and we get really excited but a lot of times entrepreneurs are not the greatest at follow through, right? We're great at, you know, coming up with a vision, an idea, but following through. And that is why we hire people that know what they're doing, that have a punch list for us, that have a plan, that have a proven process. And so if you're listening today and you're like, you know what, I think this might be really good for me. Working with Cami is exactly what you need. Don't try to go at it alone because I, I have seen those people on social that are like, I'm so excited. And then a month later, they're like, well, my goal is to have a podcast, but I only have one episode. Nobody's going to listen. It's like starting a store and then never having the doors open. People are only going to come a couple times and try to get in. And after a while, they're going to say, you know, what? I'm going to go to the store down the street because she's always open and she's consistent. Don't do that with your podcast. <laughs> um, right. So when you choose to listen to podcast, do you listen to podcasts yourself? Uh, Let's ask. I that. do. Okay. I do. Yeah. What do you love? What makes a good podcast for you? Like, why would you bookmark it? Why would you put it in your library? Why would you go back again and again? Or why would you recommend it? I love authenticity. Okay. So I love the podcasts that go deeper, that get intimate, that like, I'll give you an example. And this is, this is more recent over the past few years of um, the diary of a CEO, right? Stephen Bartlett. Oh my gosh. He is the rock star. He's even made like question cards for podcasters. So if you are a podcaster and you're listening, um, but he's even like made a deck of like closing question cards, Ooh. but, and he also has a book and he asks his guests at the end to write a question for the next guest that they don't know about. And they're not prepared to listen to this. Oh my gosh. So you have to he is amazing and i just adore like he's he's so authentic and he shares like his own faults and shortcomings and you know in the conversations like he's not pretending to be everything and know everything and he's super young and successful and brilliant right and yet he's still so authentic and approachable and he he does the best interviews he I watched one the other day and it was two hours long and yep. I, he never lost my attention I was captivated the entire time and thought oh my gosh I hope this doesn't end right and all yeah. I do is listen to podcasts because I have students and they're you know we're refining their messages and then they're doing their interviews for their launch and I listen to every single one of them and then I continue okay. to audit them later 
later to give them feedback as they're continuing to grow and expand. And so I'm listening all the time. Um, but that's a different listen. Um, I'm not listening to learn. I'm listening to teach. Yes. But the ones, you know, there's the ones that fill me up. And I also love um, how I built this. And I really want to say that that was probably the podcast that uh, helped me to create what I've created here. And the reason why is because when I wasn't even thinking about creating a podcast, I was listening in the mornings because I was an entrepreneur and I was always amazed with the stories of how these successful people became successful. And so on his podcast, he would interview these entrepreneurs like, I mean, Branson and, you know, all of them, like all these big people that have done huge things. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but uh, I would listen to them and I would be inspired and I would hear their obstacles and hear what they had to do to overcome them and the grit. And it, it occurred to me that it's not easy. They make it look easy and they don't talk about right. the obstacles. And literally that is what my podcast became about, was about, you know, how how we pull back the curtain and we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly to help encourage other entrepreneurs and, you know, be authentic with them and let them know that it's not easy, but it's amazing and it's worth it. Yeah. And yeah, so I would say those two, but of course I love all the normal stuff like Brene Brown and Mel Robbins. I love Rachel Hollis. Um, just, you know, there's so many, so yeah, many, there's so Lewis Howes and yeah, I can't even, <laughs> and I, I don't know about you, but I flip between, so I'll have a season of listening to like really going in with someone. And then I feel like, okay, I got what I needed. I'm ready for a fresh voice. And then I'll add some new ones to my library. So, and that's okay. That's the beauty of podcasts. Cause there's hundreds and thousands of options for us, whether we want to listen to you know, a fiction type or a story type or um, a teaching or a learning. I mean, so many great things with podcasts. Um, I just did that this morning, actually. I saw, and this is one of the things I want to say is make sure you're um, promoting your podcast everywhere on social. Because this morning I saw something pop up on Facebook and I clicked on it and ended up in this podcast. And I thought, let me just listen. It was 37 minutes and I listened to it this morning and I followed that show. So I did I just, it. I just adopted a new show today. And so I love that you even said that. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about advertising for a minute because you have something you want to read and share with our clients that we were talking about this before we jumped on the mic here. Um, we're constantly looking for ways to get out in front of our customers, right? To yes. uh, Ultimately, we want to sell more. <laughs> we want to make, <laughs> we want to be profitable. So we're, we're trying to figure out how do we sell more and customer behavior changes, like we talked about earlier and all of these things. And so a lot of times we default to this idea that we have to spend for social advertising. Like that's the way to go, digital ads, which there's nothing wrong with that. People do it very successfully. However, there's other options and you have one that you'd like to share. You want to just get our clients here listening to think about something in a little bit different way. So yes, what of course. That well, I love what you said about, you know, ultimately the bottom line is we want to sell something, but honestly, um, I think that's the last thing. So uh, ultimately we want to build a brand, right? We want brand recognition. We want people to see an ad and say, that's, Sierra, I know her. I know what she does. We want to build a reputation and we want to build relationships. Mm, and that's yeah. how we sell something. So go backwards. How can I elevate my brand? 
have a great reputation and build great relationships because then we don't have to sell. Then the people come to us and say, how do I get what you have, right? Yeah. I want a piece of you. So uh, so let's look at that. And that's where this podcasting really can pay off. So I'm just going to share this. This is from my friend, Kaylee, um, Kaylee Hamilton, and she has a PR agency. She also has an episode on my show. She's invincible. But she says a new study shows that podcast hosts emerge as the most influential figures shaping people's actions, beliefs, and life decisions. See what I mean about this being a big calling? People form strong attachments to their favorite podcast hosts, turning to them for guidance on both financial and personal decisions. 70% of respondents out of 2,000 placed the influence of podcasters above social media, creators, and mainstream celebrities. She goes on to say that nearly 90% of millennial respondents credited podcast hosts with influencing their beliefs. 70% mm. of the respondents pay more attention to podcast ads. This is big. We didn't even talk about this yet, but they pay more attention to podcast ads than those on TV or their social media feed. Over 50% have bought a product or service after hearing it advertised on a podcast. And when a podcast host invites you into their world as a guest, you have a captivated audience. Podcast visibility for your business and brand is paramount. So that there's is there's a lot it. of goodness in that. Oh my gosh. And so I want to say this as is just ending that message is it doesn't matter whether you're a podcast host or a podcast guest, get yourself on podcasts. I find that most people start as a guest and then they kind of perfect that side of the mic and they really tune into their messaging and attracting their ideal client. And then they take it further by, um, you know, starting their own show where they've already created this following of listeners and now they have their own show and they're elevating into this, you know, top voice. And I think that that both sides of that are important. And I teach it when we launch podcasts, I teach my students how to guest on other shows as well. So good. Okay. So in closing, I want to talk about the school um, because we've, we've already talked about how important it is to have an expert in your corner and you're that expert. So what does the school look like? Like what, if I enrolled, what would that look like for me? Yes. Well, they call it quick and dirty, fast and furious. We have all of our That's names. my kind of lessons. I love it. Get to the yes. point, right? That's what my students call it. It's so fun. Um, and it, I'll say this first, so I don't forget. Uh, if you're curious, go to my website and check out the podcast school page. And we have video testimonials of some of our students. So okay. if you want to hear like, because we, we're as authentic as we can be, and we we tell it all. So you you if you want to hear that, you can. So it looks like this. It's a 30-day program. We meet live twice a week. Uh, we go through each lesson and then we work back and forth together to perfect our messaging, create all of the assets that we need to have a podcast, select our music, make sure everything is tight and tuned and that we're speaking to the people that are our ideal client. We also create a lineup to help you create what 
kind of content you're bringing to these people. So we create that lineup for those first several episodes so that you have a plan and a vision and you know what you should be talking about. And we make sure that it's what your listeners want to learn about. And uh, then we go through all of launch. So lots of interviews, right? Uh, during that time. And um, I listen to every interview and give feedback um, on the first one so that if they are making a mistake, they can change it right away instead okay. of like after all of them be like, oh, you could have done this better. So we do. It's a lot of work. We I go back and forth and I listen to all of them and give feedback for each one um, and make changes. And then we have our launch strategy. So that last week is all about getting ready to launch, building that community of supporters and followers. And uh, everyone launches together on the same day. So well, fun. it's fun. Like it's like yeah. a high school graduation, right? So everyone, they, they all launch together. They step out into this greatness. They already have a community of other like-minded people because they're all podcasters moving in the same direction and working the same way. And it is a beautiful thing. And I always say BFFs are made in podcast school. And I still have BFFs from my podcast school class. And literally they are made in the school and the people, they build the most beautiful relationships and friendships and cheerleaders and all of the things to support each other as friends and business associates along the way. Well, I love that. I never knew about that piece of it. That's just to me, a, an added amazing bonus because Anything we do as entrepreneurs can be so lonely and so scary, but they don't have to even do that alone. They get to do it yeah. as a group where they all learn the same thing at the same time, support, and they have, then they know they have a listener when they launch too. <laughs> That's and right. They have a, they have at least 10. Okay. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So we cap it at 10. We only have 10 in the class. Um, okay. Yeah, but it's so fun. And there have been a few times where I've been able to lead people solo through the program, which is also a lot of fun because they yeah. get me all to themselves. And some people just really love that too. They love that they get that attention and, you know, that access to me. So I have that too. Um, but right now we're, we're right now we're in a solo launch. So we'll be having a solo launch coming out in the next few weeks, but oh, so fun. We do like four launches a year. So okay. it's very boutique. -y. If you want to, if you want to find out more about it, jump in and get on a wait list so you can at least get your name on a list so you can get into okay. one of them this year. Okay. And what's your website again, where they can find sure. all this info? Yeah, it's just my name, CamiLeeman.com. So and okay. there's different pages. You can see the TV show, the podcast, and of course the podcast school, which is where you'd want to go if that was something you wanted to pursue. And you want to sign up for Cammie's newsletter. I did that yes. after I met her and it is so fun to get that um, oh, where you. she highlights the best episodes. So if you just want it like done for you, what should I listen to? Where should I go? That newsletter is an absolute gem. So make sure to sign up for that as well. It's been so much fun. I would love having you in my corner. I think every listener here, if you have been thinking about a podcast or if today really got you thinking, you know what, this is my next step for 2024 to really promote my brand, to elevate who I am, to establish myself as an industry leader in whatever I do, I think you should strongly consider and do not do it alone. So hang out with Cammie and her crew. She will show you the way and get you going, starting off on the right foot. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Sierra. It's been so fun. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we are always chatting with really interesting people and hopefully just helping you um, create more profit in your business through 
through unconventional ways, right? We don't have to do the, the way everyone else does business. We can be a little bit different. We can step outside of the box. And today's episode, I hope, um, jogged your thinking in that direction a little bit. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you all next week. Bye for now. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you wanna dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I wanna invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I wanna help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck, because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me, I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey there, friend. So I've already invited you to grab your copy of the Inventory Genius book. But if you're ready to go a step further and dive in, if you want a quick start to becoming an Inventory Genius, then I want to also invite you to grab your seat and the Quick Start to Inventory Genius course. This really easy to digest course is going to include all the tools, spreadsheets, and systems you need to implement the Inventory Genius method immediately in your business. We'll talk about creating an open to buy plan. We'll talk about creating a profit plan. We'll talk about creating a business budget. And then we cap it all off with a private one-on-one -on -one call, you and me. Yep, that's right. The Quick Start to Inventory Genius course includes a one-on-one -on -one coaching call with me. So you can go through the book. You can go through the Quick Start to Inventory Genius course. You can write down your questions and then you and I can get on the phone and problem solve together. Head on over to sierrastockland.com, grab your seat at the Quick Start to Inventory Genius course. See you there.